This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, in my voice, mugs, T-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and T-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your T-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. On today's episode of Reality with the King, baby, she's back. Yay! Yes, honey. I felt <laughs> like I'm the little girl, the little white girl in front of the TV screen in the Poltergeist horror movie where I'm like, they're back. I so I'm them. the white girl in Poltergeist. And my guest on today's episode of Reality with the King Honey, the episode we did broke the internet. All my friends were texting me. The raindrops were raining like we love blue. So guess what, y'all? I got blue to loose my back. Thank you. <laughs> I'm on air. How are you, doll? I am so happy to be back uh, because, yeah, there's so much left to uncover. And it's so interesting because after we had that episode and I got some phone calls, too, from some folks I was not expecting. Um, especially my Ooh. white friends. I didn't realize how many of my white friends really love you, Carlos. <laughs> like, I was, I was hearing from like HR and stuff. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, oh, look, your range. Look, look. It's the range for me. <laughs> white people love me and I love <laughs> it. Is, I had no idea. White folks I haven't heard from since Obama was president hit me up like, hey, were you just on Carlos? I was like, you know what? That's fine. So I, I think I, I need to give you more flowers than I gave you last time. Maybe an edible <laughs> fruit arrangement. Um, I appreciate the love. I really, really do. But because of you now, every time the Kardashians do something, they're like, oh, Blue Carlos, what's going on? Where are you? Like, I know. It's funny. It's funny. I feel like there's something that is coming down the pipeline with Blue Carlos, Kardashians. I got to figure it out. Um, that's, that's my job. In our last episode, honey, we dissected the truth. Wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. Behind the Courtney and Kim beef of it all and how Travis Barker's memoir played a pivotal role in their relationship. So now we have to talk about another sister's relationship. And no, I'm not talking about Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. We're going to get into... Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, which my friend Kyle over at Neighborhood Talk refers to Tristan as third trimester Tristan. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. We need to get into this. So on this 
season of the Kardashians on Hulu, a lot of the conversations that's been happening has to do with the fact that, girl, Tristan is now living with Chloe because this multimillionaire um, house was flooded and he has so much money that I don't know why he can't afford an Airbnb. So that's neither here nor there because I'm sure in the community they live in, you could rent out some spots where you don't have to be up under the same roof as me. That's my opinion. After I saw that and saw the constant back and forth between the two of them, I'm confused about this relationship. And I'm even more confused that my favorite, Kimberly, who's a Libra, and one thing we know about Libra women they're very feisty. They don't bite their tongue. They speak nope. their mind and they're less forgiving. I'm shocked that at this point in their sisterhood, Kim is now cool with Tristan. But so Blue, explain all this to me, honey. I'm confused. Um, Here's the thing. We always make fun of, I think I just made a joke five seconds ago about how the Kardashians cosplay as light-skinned black women. Like that's like their tea. And I think they spend so much time pretending to be us. They've actually taken on the things that we are usually uh, talked ill about for. Think about it. If a bunch of black women, right, a bunch of baby mamas, if a bunch of baby mamas led by head mama, who's an adulteress, was doing sex work for notoriety, wearing 40 inch bust downs with baby hairs and wearing see through cat suits at fashion shows with seven inch nails and pouty lips, we'd be like, look at all those hood rats. Look at those hood rats. Look, look, look at those ghetto girls, right? But when the Kardashians do it, it's high fashion. When the Kardashians do it, it's A-list. And so in the same way that they are cosplaying black to the point where I think they might actually think they are, what do dysfunctional black women do? We have deadbeat baby daddies who keep getting people pregnant on us. We take in when they can't get a job and have our mothers make phone calls so we can give them a chance, even though they talk like little Tink Tink. I don't know what's in that man's throat, but he needs a lozenge, okay? So the man ah! can barely speak, and yet he's on ESPN pontificating with people who are at the height of their craft. I can just imagine what his coworkers must feel like. Okay, Miss Thing. So we have a lot to unpack here because yeah. for my listeners, Chris Jenner, whose daughter Chloe has been through the most horrific things a a woman can go through, some of the most hor- horrific things, which is this man has cheated on you. And when I say cheating, I'm not saying they had sex, but obviously stuff happened mm-hmm. between him and your sister's best friend, Jordan Woods. On top of that, he has these women he's cheating with shoot their DMs and showcase them. TMZ has video footage of him kissing girls in clubs. Publicly, He then gets a woman pregnant and hides it from you all nine months of her pregnancy. And then this mom decides to... Because when Kris Jenner said, I have connections and I contacted... Folks at ABC, Disney, Hulu to get you a job at ESPN. I was stunned. That's when I was like, yo, this shit is wild, even yeah. for, for them. I did not understand the psyche of, listen, I'm not saying you have to treat this man horribly. I'm not helping out another man 
who put himself in a situation that caused my daughter to be depressed for two years. Mm-hmm. Because Khloe Kardashian, and I'll say this because I love her and I know her and, and met her. Khloe Kardashian has not been the same woman since Tristan has been in her life. Period. Point. She's not fun. She looks sad all the time. She has no personality anymore, and it concerns me. But why do you think Chris did that? I honestly think they they have this pick-me attitude that I think people find hard to pick up on, but they are pick-me's a lot, and they like brokenness in men. Have you noticed that all their men, they always pick broken men that they can mend and put back together? Because I already said earlier that Chloe is a people-pleasing, like she's a people-pleasing martyr, right? Like she wants to set herself on fire to keep other people warm. And she finds her value in being the fixer. You can't fix something if it's not broken. So there's a reason why she always dates these broken men who she has to use as these projects because it gives her a sense of purpose. I actually think Chris is the same way. I think that's one of the things that they bond over. Chris is always saying, you know, uh, Chloe might not be the one... Chloe is the the tall one, right? I'm always getting the name up. Yes. Like, Chloe tall one when you said short, short name. name. Yes. Yeah. She's like, Chloe might not be the one who's like the top earner, but she's the nurturer. She's the one who makes sure that we're okay. And the family keeps on applauding her for being this pick me martyr. The funny thing is, she might look like a rich white woman on the outside. She feels the way you would expect Gabrielle Sidibe to feel in, in uh, Precious because she has this whole thing of like, she feels like a like a like a fat black girl who hates herself and thinks that she has to make sure that her baby daddy in jail is taken care of and has money in his books so that he'll stay with her. Like she's taken on the worst parts of black womanhood. And there's a dysfunction in them that we see in our community all the time that is very clear and not even notable. But when they're going through it, we're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this. You know somebody on every block, on Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm X Avenue in every city, there's a girl who's acting like her right now. And I think she's taken this hood rat cosplay a little bit too far. I also think because her mother has a problem with not cheating. Sometimes when you see your mother be or your father be something to the extreme that's bad, you want to be the extreme opposite. So I think because they had Kris Jenner being this selfish, I'm constantly cheating on my husband or wife. I don't know how we say Caitlin, but I'm constantly cheating on my partner's kind of person. Because of that, I think she wants to go on the other side and be like, no, I'm going to be super mom to every broken black man, even his family, whatever's going on in my family, Scott Disick, whoever's wayward, I'm gonna take them in. And it's really, really sad to watch. She feels like she's still that little fat black girl on the inside. Woo! Okay, so, child, let's go. Swallow. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because there's something you said that struck a chord with me, and and I'm gonna get to the internal fat black girl that Chloe may feel that still exists inside of her. But before I go there, I want to talk about this savior complex when it comes to black men. You know, Kimberly Kardashian has a law degree and her mission is to save black incarcerated men and to get and to free them. Uh, 99% of the people Kim is freeing are black people. And and listen, as a black person, that's great. Love it. We are definitely um, largely proportionate in terms of getting arrested and serving time for crimes we did not commit. So I applaud her for that. But if we're talking about the psyche of what you're saying, Kim is known for saving black people who are in jail for crimes they did not commit and or serving time for petty crimes like marijuana selling and all that stuff or distribution. Then you have... Um, 
Chloe, who was married to Lamar Odom after six months of meeting him, and they had a spinoff where she, I think, was living in Dallas because he was playing for the Mavericks at the time. She never once revealed to us until they got divorced that he was a drug addict, that there would be moments she would catch him, like, doing drugs, allegedly, and and just and being high. Um, and even when this man was in a brothel on his deathbed, yep. she decided to nurse him back to health, which, listen, notable for sure. My ex who broke up with me via email back in 1997, I'm over it, but it was via email in the 90s. Oh, wow. I don't know if I'm helping my boy get (laughs) resurrected back to life after what he did to me. So then, then you have Kris Jenner who left Bruce, then Caitlyn, and is now with Corey Gamble and in last week's episode, or two weeks ago, he, which allegedly, because I still don't believe it, he mentioned that he could have been in Yellowstone. And she was like, no, I told him not to do it because of the sex scenes. And it's like, what is it about these black men that you ladies feel the need to, like, mother them? So it is something interesting, which is why Chloe is the dark horse, no pun intended, because she definitely is not a part of that lifestyle. Chloe, well, it's so interesting. When you were just describing Kim earlier, you were actually also describing Robert Kardashian, who also <gasps> loved him. So I was just like, wow, she's really her father's child. Like this person who wants to come in and save these black men, even ones with big gloves. And so it's just interesting because I think he was the man of the house and they never survived Rob not taking his place. And so they've always been looking for a man of the house. And here's the thing, right? Robert Kardashian was swaggy. He might have well been light-skinned in our community, okay? He was swaggy. He was invited to all the barbecues, okay? Very elder barge. Oh, shout, shout out to the Armenian community. Y'all are some swaggy people. And so yes. he was a strong, masculine figure. And when he passed away and that, that because you have a family full of girls and they all like love their dad. Like women love their dads a lot, right? So when he was gone, Bruce should have been, but could not have been. And now we know why, right? And then we had all these men that the girls were dating. Scott should have been, but couldn't have been because we all know why. Then Lamarck should have been, it could have been. They keep on trying to find a hyper-masculine figure to like make up for the hole that was left when Rob passed away, the, the original Robert Kardashian. And so it's just like, it makes me sad because the only thing that makes the Kardashians have true emotion, I believe, on camera is talking about the dad. Even when um, Chloe, not Chloe, Courtney and Kim had that argument, how did she break the the tension? Send a picture of their father, and I I hate mm. to say it, these are all daddy issues being manifested in different ways. Kim wants to be daddy, while Chloe wants to save daddy. <gasps> it's sad. Kim wants to be daddy, which is why she is following her father's footsteps in terms of getting a law degree helping black men the same way her father, Robert Kardashian Sr., helped O.J. Simpson. And infusing entertainment in it as well. Yeah. She's her father's child. Blue, you have blown this shit out of the motherfucking water, bitch. I mean, (laughs) I never... Kimberly is Robert, and Robert saved O.J., and Kim has to save black men. And Chloe is the anti-Chris. Because they all judge how Chris showed up. 
So Kim is acting like a dad and Chloe's acting like how they wish their mom had acted because they had a really selfish mother who loved her kids, but was always putting her feelings at the forefront, which is very progressive. Looking back now, maybe it wasn't so bad, but back then it was considered completely damaging. Right. And so she was a progressive mom who knew how to be selfish. And these girls are in love with their father and want a mother figure who's also showing them how to be adoring because they didn't get that in the mother figure. It's almost like Chloe is being who she wished her mother had been. And her mother, who probably feels guilty because they're constantly chin-checking her about her adulterous ways, is probably being guilty into saying, yeah, you're the mother I couldn't have been, which is why they keep clapping for how nurturing Chloe is. She keeps saying, I'm so proud that she found that wounded black man on the side of the road and brought him home. I'm so proud of her. Like, and I'm just like, wait, what? Like, I don't, you guys don't see what you're doing. And it's so interesting too, whenever Tristan cheats, I do think that him cheating with women who are not always white does bother her. Because I do think this is the internalized thing of her thinking, I'm a rich white woman cosplaying as a black woman. How could you ever want a real black woman? I'm, I'm the elite, like second iteration of that. So I do think it's interesting that he's cheated with a lot of people, but she tends to have smoke for black women. And even though she's the one who's often taking their men, how does she get Tristan to begin with? How does she get Tristan? Because I think there's a pregnant baby mama who might have a version of that story where Chloe's not the victim. I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. If I needed something like earning, it's what I use and this is why. Cause child, your boy is busy. I got several jobs as y'all know. And I like my money, honey. So any opportunity to where I'm able to get paid at a moment's notice, honey, sign me up. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E. A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in reality under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Reality under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. When Chloe met Tristan, Mm -hmm. Tristan had a pregnant girlfriend by the name of Jordan Craig. Okay? Jordan Craig is a beautiful woman, um, a, a socialite. She is, I think, cousins with Kevin Hart's wife and Nico. There's some sort of relation there. Um, she lives on Los Angeles. Very beautiful girl. Gorgeous girl. 
Okay. Allegedly, um, when Chloe met Tristan, Tristan was with Jordan and Jordan was pregnant with his child. Mm -hmm. And the rumors that's been circulating for years is Chloe knew that Jordan was having Tristan's baby and still decided to date him. Now, the other side of that is people have said that, look, and men do do this, which ladies, if they say this is cap, meaning a lie, okay? Allegedly, Tristan told Chloe while they were seeing each other, she's just my baby mama. She's pregnant with my child, but we're not together. And that Chloe believed it, although Jordan has confirmed that they were in fact together. So when Tristan was cheating on Chloe multiple times, a lot of people say, which is Proverbs 3, 5 in the Black Community Handbook. Talk about it. Girl, you lose them how you got them. Exactly. Go ahead, sis. So that's that's why it's, it's so interesting that when something happens to a Black woman, it's regular, but when it happens to a Kardashian, it's a big deal, right? Because you had somebody who was pregnant with child finding out about a, a third person in their relationship serving as an interloper. So fast forward two years later, now you're the baby mama, right? You're the baby mama he was just talking about because you are not married to this man. So you keep having his children. You are a baby mama. And so it, it's interesting to me that she cried like, I am pregnant. I can't believe this betrayal, X, Y, and Z. I bet you the first girl was saying the same thing when you showed up, ma'am. Yes, I agree. She probably agrees too. Why is it only a big deal when it's happening to you, not from you? Because I'm sure Trina has some thoughts about French Montana. Oh, man. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> what? You know who you invited, Carlos? Love you. <laughs> oh. Blue, what am- <laughs> we all have feelings, ma'am. So, like, only yours count. We all have feelings. Okay, wait, but listen, this is so juicy. I gotta write this down to make sure I don't forget because <laughs> I want to make sure. <laughs> I mean, Blue, mm-hmm. remain in my life, please. Okay, absolutely. So, okay, before we get to the Trina French Montana of it all, which is <gasps> gagging me, clearly, raindrops, you made a very interesting point. You're saying that Chloe cried to the world and in this past episode where she said, this man cheated on me <clears throat> while our surrogate was pregnant with our child. Mm-hmm. And she felt that was horrible. And what you're comparing it to, which is very spot on, imagine how Jordan Craig felt when she found out that, yeah, I'm pregnant and I'm finding out my baby daddy is dating a Kardashian. Now, whether or not Tristan said to Chloe they weren't together, this is what's interesting about what you're saying. Karma. If Tristan is saying to Chloe, me and Jordan aren't together, and Chloe believed it, imagine what Tristan has been saying to these women about Chloe. Which is why, unless I'm going to say this, which is why I'm always fascinated that Chloe has used the Kardashian show to have Tristan grovel back to her on camera. And I and I, and I don't know if y'all all get it. I, every time Tristan shows up and declares his love and apology to Chloe, in my mind, Chloe is saying, 
I want you to show the world how you want me back. You need to grovel back to me. You need to apologize because she obviously needs to make reason why she will ultimately get back together with him and marry him. Mm-hmm. I think they've been smashing uh, since day dot. I don't think they ever really broke up. I think the family knows that she's not getting rid of him. And what makes it sad is there was a, an episode, I think it was episode two, or maybe three, where they were saying, Chloe, come to Milan with, with um, Kim because you always flourish when you're in Milan. And instead of going to the place where she flourishes and feels the most beautiful, she stayed home with him and his brother. Oh, Lord Jesus. She is like, a, she is the quintessential pick me, like oh, sincerely. And it makes me sad because I think the problem is he knows that he's never going to have to show up fully and that she's always going to want to pick up his slack. And so will his sisters and so will her mother. Like, it's like that, that dysfunctional family of black matriarchs and all the daughters have husbands who are spoiled. It's almost like soul food, right? Like a bunch of women who are playing martyrs and who are making sure that they're they're shouldering the family while meanwhile they have no dignity. I feel so sad for her, but I also don't feel bad for her. Like it's sad watching it, but she's playing victim. She's not admitting all the ways that she co-created the situations that she's in. She keeps on acting like she's this poor Florence Nightingale who just has to save whoever comes next. I'm not falling for her. I think she needs a therapy, a therapist more than she needs her baby daddy back. Oh, well, I mean, listen, 100%. I don't think, listen, ladies, do what you want to do. It's your vagina and your marriage certificate, your prenup and, 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 and the miles on your, your man's peen. But it bothers me because like I said earlier, I met Chloe because I'm really cool um, friends with Malika and I met her a couple of times. She's like, the sad part is this blue in person because I don't think a lot of people see it on the show. Chloe's beautiful in person, like beyond, like beyond beautiful. And she's so sweet. And it takes me back to what you said earlier because Chloe has said multiple times on the show, I'm not saying it. She has said it. Blue isn't saying it. She's repeating what Chloe said. Chloe has always said she was seen as the fat, ugly sister. That she had these two beautiful sisters mm-hmm. with with um, dark hair. And listen, Kim is just, Kim has been beautiful since the day she was born. We've seen the pictures. And Courtney is also gorgeous. And she struggled with her weight. She struggled with her looks. And she was never seen as desirable. And, and also that's her size. Too. Yeah, her size, too. Because I actually, back in 2009, I ended up being on a flight with... I came up, I forgot to mention this. I was on a flight with uh, Kim and Chloe. Wait, a commercial flight? Yes, a commercial flight. It was two thousand. It was the summer of 2009. It was called Kim, Chloe, and Reggie Bush. And they all sat in front of me in first class in a commercial oh, so flight. Bo- Oh, baby. Commercial flight, baby. This is before the E deal. This is actually a month before she met Lamar. She met Lamar a month later. So it's one of those things where, like, I saw them with all their original body parts. And the thing that's very interesting is Kim is also small. Like, she's petite. While Chloe is more closer to my height, and I'm like 5'8", 5'9", right? And so when you're somebody who's big, bigness isn't just weight. You're hovering above your sisters, and you're the baby. And you have lighter hair. You look like you might be a little mixed. I'm, I'm not going to say too much, allegedly. And so you're just a big sister, big in every way. And she did what a lot of girls do when they feel like when I was younger and had lower self-esteem, you want to be the funny one, right? You want to have a personality where you're nurturing and funny. So you're showing your value if it's not in optics. But at some point I got a therapist. 
At some point, I had to heal that, right? So choices were made. Mm-hmm. And I really feel, I feel like she can save all the men she wants. She can take in all the wayward children she wants. She can be uh, the mother to Tyga's children if she wants and, and act like she's taking care of, uh, what is it, Dream Kardashian instead of Black China, which is a whole other conversation. Like, you're so stuck on being the Black mom, you're actually ripping it from actual Black mothers in your family. That's fine. So, like, she can do all that all she wants. But at the end of the day, that hole inside of her is not going to be filled with Tristan or another baby, or another workout video instead of admitting that she's getting surgery. Like, all these things that she's doing, she's gotten as skinny as she can get, still not happy. She had the babies, still not happy. Her business is thriving, good American, thriving, still not happy. You got the big old black man you chose in in your house, still not happy. At what Mm. point do you call a thing by its name and say, maybe it's me? Mm. I'm sad for her. It's also her karmic retribution, though. Well, the thing is this. I I am sad for her, too, because we do like her. And yeah, it's, she's the most likable. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's literally like watching a train wreck. Because I gave Tristan last year the title of the worst villain I have ever seen in my life. Like, I like villains. Omarosa. Omarosa. You know, I like a good villain. Tristan's villain era was so bad that I literally was like, you may be one of the worst human beings on television. Like, you are... I know people have to talk about Tom Sandoval and all of that Uh, Scandoval BS. That's nothing in comparison to what Tristan is doing. But what pains me is the fact, is what you said, which is very true, and I never dissected it that way. You have everything a girl could ask for. Like you literally have everything. And despite all of that, you'd still decide to allow this man in your home. Yes. He should be part of his child's life, which we'll get to the Jordan Craig cousin who spilled tea. Um, he, it doesn't mean you have to be with this man. And I think it's, listen, I'm with you. I think they're sleeping together. Absolutely. I don't think they're under the same roof burping the new baby and playing soccer with, um, what's her name? It's not Dream. Wait, There's, there's what so is many it? of them. True. True, like, Storm, all of them, yeah. Yeah, and it's sad because your daughter's name is True and her dad is it's a lie. Is a lie. So in, in, in episode two, I think, Blue... Kim Kardashian, who I'm, who I thought was the bitch that I was like, okay, at least she always will have common sense because she calls shit like she sees it. So when Tristan was cheating on Chloe multiple times, she was like, fuck him. He's dirty. He's a dog. Fuck him. Now she's like, well, he's a great dad. And I mean, he's a good person and we're going to support him. Excuse me? Well, so then George- she, she, she also mentioned that he is a Kanye surrogate. And he's helping her and doing things with her that she used to have yay doing. And he's stepping in and helping her with her kids. So she now has an incentive because he's grooming her through kindness. Like, oh, you want me to take the kids? I'll go pick up Saint and them. Like I saw, I just saw an episode where he was like picking up the kids and taking them shopping while she was on a trip somewhere. Yes. He's stepping in as, a, as, as like a, a, like a, a kinder, softer black man. Oh, he's, he's, he's playing them like a fiddle, honey. He is charming the crap out of them. Uh, honey, he has a job on ESPN. He his 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 accent. He's from Canada. 
his accent as if he was raising Calabasas. Yeah. He has a valley girl voice. And that's no, listen, Tristan, no shade. You you talk like a Calabasas kid. You really do. Hi, yeah. how are Like, it's very elongated in your, whatever. It's like, simple. It's a, it's, a, it's a simple, simple dialect. <laughs> yeah. So you being an analyst on ESPN, I'm sure Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp is like, so do I need to be with a Kardashian? Because yes. we pay dues to be here. And all he had to do was impregnate a Kardashian to get a job. Like that to me was kind of like fucked up because it kind of shows the nepotism that occurs in Hollywood. You and I both know about that, Blue. Yes. But it's one thing if that's your kid, which I'm like, don't be mad at me, bitch. I was born to wealth. <clears throat> then to say, don't be mad at me, bitch. I ejaculated in a rich white woman's vagina and I have the world in my oyster. oyster. And did not put a ring on her finger and have not been faithful and, and, and routinely embarrassed her in public. Yeah. So, mm. after that episode, honey, where Kim said he's a great dad, Jordan Craig, remember Raindrop, she's the first baby mama of Tristan. The cousin recently spilled the tea and went on her Instagram to really talk about who she feels is the real Tristan. So when she went on her um, Instagram, she wrote a note to Kim pretty much. And in the note, <laughs> which I'll just give you, guys, give you guys a clip notes, because Miss Mama read the girls for filth. Nice. And it wasn't too pretty. So what she said was, allegedly, this is what she's alleging. Tristan has not paid that child support in a very long time and has stopped paying his son's school tuition. Yet, he's being applauded for picking up, dropping off other kids to school activities. He hasn't even required, I'm sorry, he hasn't even inquired where his son goes to school now. Despite it all, my sister, I'm sorry, the sister, despite it all, my sister Jordan continues to work multiple jobs as she has been since she was 16 years old so that their son will never have to feel a difference. But regardless, stepping up for your son is not all about money. It's about time spent. She added Tristan and said, you are not a good father if you can't be a good father to all of your children. Wow. Wow. First of all, that makes me sad. That makes me sad. Imagine being able to watch your father taking care of somebody else's children. Not just his children, but somebody else's children while not spending time with you and it's off of the camera. I think the problem is that Miss um, Craig could not get him into about ESPN. <laughs> Tristan is moving like a bad bitch. He's going, he's going where the coin is. He's a bad he's bitch. He's a city girl. He's a, he's a city girl. Yeah, he's acting up. He really, oh, really, he's young Miami. And got, and got flued out on the PJ. He really, like, religiously gets flued out. And so I, I, it makes me sad because Trist, at least Kanye had talent, right? Can we, can we be, call a thing by its name? Chris Humphreys, I heard could dribble a ball a little bit good, right? So, like, everybody had a job or a purpose of some sort. I couldn't even tell you what kind of basketball player Tristan is because his penis is always on the news. <laughs> 
Like you, you had one job and you couldn't even focus on that. I honestly think he needs to be tested. I do feel like he's a little bit slow on the intake. And when Chloe's talking to him, I'm like, he's not even like your mental equal. Like, you know how sometimes somebody has a hold on you because you have like a witty banter and a chemistry. She talks to him the way she talks to Stormy and true and saying she talks to him like, hey, you want to get some milk after this? Like. It's it, it's not giving partnership. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. If he was suave and had the gift of gab, maybe he's a man child. He's a six foot five, 12 year old. I, I don't get it. Is it? He, he must have a big penis. Oh, absolutely. It's a baby arm. Yeah. No. Have you heard that? Yeah. I mean, there's two people I've heard about Tristan and Drake, but that's a whole other conversation. Drake has a baby arm. Mm-hmm. I, Drake has slept with a bunch of my friends. <laughs> This is LA, <laughs> allegedly. Okay. Uh, look, uh, Raindrops will invite Blue back to talk about Drake's arm. So wait, okay, I, I okay. You heard Tristan had a baby arm. I I heard this Blue, and I want you to confirm or deny if you heard this too. Okay. I heard that in person, in person, Tristan is handsome, charming, tall, and a Rico Suave. And that he has game like a motherfucker. And I also did hear his penis is the size of a 6,000 pound vehicle. So you're saying that he has like a man voice? Like a, ah! like, like, is it a different voice? All that's cute, but what happened to the voice, friend? Cause <laughs> that's the part. I was waiting for you just to be like, and a different voice. No, I didn't hear that part. I just heard, I was told aesthetically. I'm gonna keep it cute. I was told aesthetically that when he's in your orbit, something oh. happens to where you're like, why is my panties on the floor and there's a $100 bill on the nightstand? I'm, I'm, I mean, there are people in this world who have that kind of charm. I just have a hard time believing that Tristan Thompson, Tristan baby voice, bad bitch Thompson. I, I just have a hard time. <laughs> Seeing him in that light. <laughs> beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Well, apparently beautiful penis. So there we go. <laughs> Which, by the way, ratchet girls are always throwing away their lives and not going to school and having babies with tall, skinny dudes with baby arms. I'm telling you, Chloe is a fat black woman on the inside. Okay? You got cousins who act just like her. This is nothing special to the black community. This is the worst part of us that has jumped into our body. She needs to do an exercise. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to circle back to what you mentioned earlier, which is, huh, okay, you also mentioned you do feel like this is Chloe's karma yes. um, because you're alleging that she is known for dating men who may be still in relationships. Mm -hmm. So... Allegedly, the rapper Trina, and for my white listeners, <laughs> hey, y'all. So Trina is a rapper. She's explicit. Trina's biggest hit would be... Nan? Do, do my... I don't know they know that song. You don't know Nan? <laughs> don't know okay, Nan. Nan. Yeah, I mean, she's a rapper. Let's just put it that way. She's, she's from the era of like Little Kim, E, Foxy Brown, whatever. Okay. Allegedly, while... Trina was in a relationship with French Montana. Chloe was also seeing French. 
And mm-hmm. what was interesting is Trina was a part of the girl boss crew of women that was hanging out with the Kardashians. She would be at the basketball games, the parties, doing the duck lips and a selfie. And then all of a sudden, we saw that Trina just stopped hanging out with them. And then Trina revealed that she was in love with French and was seeing him and had no idea he was also seeing Chloe. Mm-hmm. Is it true that Chloe was aware of this situation considering Trina was friends with the girls? Oh, absolutely. It's it's this interesting thing of the early, early Kardashians were always surrounded by Black women and then the later Kardashians pretended to be Black women. So it's like this trajectory of I'm going to study you up close, study how to take your man and then study how to take up your space in the industry. And it's sad to me because while Trina was having that happen to her, there was also Black China with Kylie and Tyga. And so it was just like a, a thing that they do. It's a thing that they do. And we mentioned the last time we spoke that the thing between Kim and Courtney is a little bit off because it's usually them against other women, not against each other. So that's a, its own little thing. But the, the family as a whole has a history of if there's a black woman hugging her man, she better not leave her purse and her man around a Kardashian or a Jenner. She'll come back from the bathroom and be, be single. They, they do this all the time. And I'm not going to keep making this a racial thing. I do want you to understand, though, that like sometimes when you play a role long enough, you really feel entitled to it. And I do think there, there is something to be said about Chloe's true nature showing up with the Jordan Woods situation. The way that she attempted to take down this little black girl who she saw as a sidekick to her little sister and forgot that she had the entirety of the Pickett Smith family behind her. To, to, to cover her. If, if it wasn't for Will and Jada, she would have destroyed Jordan Woods. Her black family had to come in. Her surrogate black family had to come in and swoop in and save it from the Kardashians. Because the only thing that is more powerful than the Kardashian is a Smith, right? Ooh. And so the fact that you tried to bully this little black girl in a sea of dastardly acts that you've done and have gone on jet is because you still think subconsciously that you're superior. So I think it's karma that you are acting like the worst of the very group you think you're superior to. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, no, I mean, that, 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 that's a drop mic moment because I do remember watching that particular episode. And like I said, I love the Kardashians. I love the show, all those things. But I'm also very honest about how I feel about situations. None of us are perfect. We're all going to have bad moments. And I call people out when they have bad moments. I remember watching that moment of the season and at this point it was still on E and I saw how like Kamora Lee Simmons dialed in and was like these girls think y'all weak they're taking y'all man from them and it was this whole thing that was happening and then she learned that Jordan was doing an interview with Jada Pinkett Smith and she cussed out Kris Jenner and said we're soft you are a fucking manager and our mom like do something like it was bullish it was not the sweet Chloe that we're talking no, about right now right it was weird because I'm like, I remember watching it, Blue, like, do y'all really think y'all could take down Will and Jada Pinkett Smith? No. Nobody like, can. and it made me know in that moment, there is like this power, which if you really watch the show with the lens of just watching it in, in its reality and not like, I'm team this person, so I have blinders on, like some of you fans of other people. Um, 
if you watch the show, they really do let you know how powerful they are and how they control shit. All the time. When Kanye got the sex taste back from Ray J, it wasn't like he knocked on the door and said, hand them back. Like, y'all got to understand something else was going on. When 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 um Chris told the world, I made some phone calls and got him a job, and they cut to B-roll of, of Tristan on set working, I was shocked how they were pretty much like bragging like we're that girl so when chloe was angry at chris and said she's doing an interview with jada pinkett smith do something and that interview still happened baby that lets you know you may control other people but when it comes to black hollywood and i and i will say this in black hollywood the number one top dog besides the carters hey jay-z beyonce is the Smiths. No, yes, honey. No, yeah. Yeah. And, and and you know what's so interesting to me is we people always roll their eyes when we bring race into desirability politics. But I need you to understand there's nothing more political than who we feel like we have access to partner with, right? And so there's like the ability to have socioeconomic wealth. There's the optics. There's there's the, the, the fame and the wealth. What happens a lot of black men, whenever they get successful, they want to upgrade to a white woman or a white presenting mixed person, right? And so I think what happened to her is she was watching these dynamics and she recognized as a white woman who acts swirly, right? Who can wear half up, half down, like black hairstyles with long red nails and a see-through catsuit and still be seen as mainstream, even though you'd be seen as a, as a whore, as if you were black walking on the street like this. Because I can dress like you, act like you, pontificate like you and have your swag, but still have white privilege, I'm the best of both worlds. Why would you not want me instead of the original? And I think that a lot of times when people are trying to act like she's a victim, I say, go back to how she acted when she thought she was in control. When people have power and money, it makes them more of what they already are. The real Chloe was when we saw her talking about, take this girl out. That's what that call was about. This little black girl was supposed to be somebody that we could easily bully. And they did not understand that black Twitter was going to have Jordan's back and Will and Jada. And then she got humbled. She was like a Karen, right? Because when a Karen tries to be aggressive to a black person and it gets a blowback and a backlash, what do they do? Now they start crying. And she's been crying ever since. She's not crying because she's this broken woman. She's crying because she can't bully us. And this is the only thing that works, the sympathy card. She would still make phone calls if somebody with less power than Jordan ever got her way again. She probably has. Who knows how many more women Tristan has been with that we just don't know about? Who said we know everything? And I, I will end you with this. I don't think we've heard from that baby mama in a very long time. The new one, the most recent one, she did, girl, she did one or two interviews or not even interviews, like posts on Instagram. I Maybe you have, she, Blue. She's I in a nice condo somewhere. She's, she's living nice right now. I haven't heard from her in over a year. And you know what? You wouldn't hear from me either if the direct deposit hit, allegedly. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I, I want to ask you this last question. Where do Chloe and Tristan go from here? What is your prediction? If you had a crystal ball, Blue, what is your prediction when it comes to Chloe and Tristan? You know that old family, like the aunt and uncle who are separated for 20 years but are still acting like they're married? And that they is so black. <laughs> and they never really have real relationships, but once in a while they have a little friend who disappears after a year. Yeah, she's just going to have her baby daddy. 
swirling around, teaching her daughter, unfortunately, how to be a pick me too, probably. I'm t- telling you, that lady wanted our magic and said she, she ended up stealing our curse. Wow. I have to go and process that because that struck a chord with me. I never heard anyone articulate it that way. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. That's why I feel bad, but I also recognize that this is part of something that she's earned. She's earned this in a way that until she admits it, it will keep happening to her. You can't learn mm. from a mistake you refuse to admit you've even made. She won't admit she made a mistake. And you watching this black man take his lashings figuratively on camera so that you can be absolved. Ma'am, you're tapping into some racial stuff that you're not even aware of. But that's a whole other episode. That you'll come back for. All right. So my 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 girl, Blue Talusma, let the world know the rain drops, baby. Where they can find you, follow you, and support you, my love. Um, you can find me at Blue Centric, B-L-U-E-C-E-N-T-R-I-C on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Ricks and executive produced by me, Carlos King. Kingdom Rain Entertainment, baby!